Hello, and welcome to the Cart Overflow Podcast. Good to see you again. Jeremy, how are you doing? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. It's good to be back on. Some folks have once again asked me where I've been. Been pretty busy. Other things going on. So thanks for chatting with me today. Yeah, of course. All right, well, we can just get into it. Why you've been busy. Well, you have a full-time job. Product manager at Jungle Scout. Senior product manager at Jungle Scout. And also, you have an app launching on the Shopify store. Yeah. And Jungle Scout keeps 99.9% of my time is going to Jungle Scout. We've been really, really busy there. We got a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, I've been working on this app called Track Boost on the side on the weekends. And it's coming pretty close to launching now. Why don't you tell everybody why you asked me to come on or what you wanted to talk about today? So I'm just on the website now, trackboost.com, and it's branded shipment tracking and notification platform. In all honesty, I haven't experiences from the customer perspective that often I often buy from Amazon and just basically like notifies me of when it's been shipped and when it's been delivered. I do like those just so I know when it's coming. <laughs> These days, it's pretty much within 48 hours guaranteed. But I'm curious to know what the problem is that you're addressing and then how stores would actually benefit from whether it's TrackBoost or anything else, having a branded shipment tracking platform. Sure. So actually, I think I got to take a step back to I think it was about a year ago. Maybe it was probably nine months ago at this point. I do some woodworking on the side just for fun. Usually it comes in the winter time when I want to be inside. I need to be down in the basement, right? I'm, I'm in here in Connecticut. It's cold outside in the winter. And I needed a... It's a leather apron. Anyway, it doesn't really matter what I purchased. I purchased it online. Purchased it from a Shopify store. It shipped. I had no idea that it shipped. I didn't get notified that it got shipped, which was weird because Shopify does that automatically anyway. I didn't get any type of special page that said, Hey, come here and check out track your order status along the way or check your shipment along the way. And then finally, it just showed up at my door one day. And I believe that also it showed up a day later than I had originally anticipated. So I had no idea when exactly it was going to show up. And then a few weeks, it was probably like a month later, I purchased something, and I, which is kind of weird because I don't buy clothing that often. I'm not really a clothes shopper, but I purchased something from Nordstrom's. And it shipped the day after. So not surprise, surprise me. It's, everybody has to have fast shipping now, no matter if you're a small retailer or a large retailer. That wasn't important. But the important part was I got an email that was branded from Nordstrom's. Had all of their branding on there. It looked great. And it said... You know, thanks so much. So excited! Your your purchase is on the way. So like, it gave me a little thrill. Like, this is like this is the Nordstrom's experience here. It's the same as going into the store, and even though I was shopping online, so it got the wheels churning a little bit. And then I clicked into the link, and it brought me to a page on Nordstrom's.com with their full branding. There was a map on there that showed exactly where the shipment was. It showed when it expected to show up, which was the most important thing that I cared about, right? Is, is hey, I spent all this money. When, even if it was 10 bucks, when is it going to show up? It's the anticipation. Sure. That's the fun of online shopping is getting that UPS delivery when the UPS truck shows up. Anyway, yeah, I had it was a full branded experience. It was similar to after I got it, I was like, this is what e commerce needs to be. I purchased something and I'm going back. I checked that page a few times, whatever it was that I bought. I wanted to check on the status of it. And it had other things on that page also that I cared about. So like, let's just say it was jeans that I purchased from Nordstrom's. They were trying to sell me shirts that go along with those jeans, which makes... like That's genius. 
And it just made me feel more connected with the brand, which is something you would expect from a handmade leather apron. Like I should have the same experience. Like I'm purchasing from a small business. I want to feel connected to this brand. I'm paying extra money to have something that's made in the US by hand. But the experience just wasn't there. That's got the wheels churning in, in my head again. That reminded me, I have actually had a similar experience with a Domino's pizza. Domino's is actually famous for this. They have their app and, and you just kind of like see the animated guy like spinning the dough, putting it in the oven, going on the truck. And then so in their app, it's like sequentially, you know, and you, you do have that anticipation. Obviously, pizza's a far quicker and, and maybe even more of an excitement than clothing or whatever. But that's, that's really interesting. So you basically said, all right, there aren't any existing options or it's hard for a small Shopify store to recreate what Nordstrom's can do. I'm going to build an app to help them do that. Exactly. Yeah. There were a couple apps I searched. I was immediately just like when I started Forecastly, okay, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. Like There have to be other options out there like this. There are a couple, but they're not very good. They're not well designed. It's similar to how Shopify started in the first place. Yeah. So Shopify doesn't allow for any branding on their transactional emails. Those transactional emails being like the confirmation email. It's less about the emails and more about the actual tracking page in the, in the post, like that actual page that you go to, that you link to. A lot of times, stores are just linking straight to back to the website and it just has a generic tracking page that's on there. It's not that exciting. It's improved slightly since I've started or since I came up with the idea, but it's still not there. It's not even close to on par. And then the other piece of it is a lot of stores are just linking back to the USPS website or UPS website. Got it. Okay. It has information, but sayonara post-purchase experience like in terms of actually remembering that brand. So in addition to like a better experience... There is some notion of a higher lifetime value or more purchases just based on the recommended products that are on the page. And then also just maybe people checking in more often. Exactly. Yeah. So my whole view is that the journey really begins after the first sale or right when they, right when they actually press buy the first time. A lot of e-commerce shops think that the journey ends there. Oh, I got the sale. Great. Perfect. Bye, customer. I want that customer coming back. And you and I have talked about this a lot, right? Like, It's not just about that first sale. Yeah, I, I want them to see my brand several times so that they come back. They don't just make one purchase at my store. They're coming back 1, 2, 10, 20 times. Whatever it is that you're selling, I want them to come back a lot. The true success comes when you're getting repeat customers, not just those customers that buy one thing and then off they go. Got it. Yeah. I do think that pretty much everybody is optimizing for follow-up and an onboarding because that is super important. That, that really is at the heart of the customer experience. I might disagree with you there on where there's a focus, but maybe there definitely is a gap in, I guess, transactional part of brand building and shipment tracking. I think a lot. Going back to how you said you disagree with me a little bit there, unless I misunderstood you, what I found is a lot of those small to mid-size e-commerce retailers, a lot of them, not the majority of them, I agree with you there, but a lot of them forget about post-purchase or, or branding. Like They're just trying to sell a widget 
And once they sell that widget, they think that that journey, that customer journey is complete. They forget about building lifetime value as we would look at it as you and I have from a branding perspective. It's building lifetime value because we come from software. And that's what software is all about. On the website, you're saying that there's certain data and certain KPI that you need to keep track of as a brand that is really important in like a shipment KPI dashboard or a logistics dashboard. And I'm not that familiar with what a logistics dashboard is. So can you explain what these things are that merchants should be aware of? Sure. As a business owner or as a marketer, it's really it's more on the operations side. Actually, it is marketing too because you care about the brand and how the brand is perceived. But as in the world of e-commerce, we have to make a lot of decisions as we do in any business and you have to make insightful decisions. So it's all about, okay, what decisions do I have to make that relate to shipping, relate to customer service? And what info do I need to make those decisions? So a couple that pop up are, how many open orders do I have for my store? And I have a friend that sells board game tables. They take a really long time to build. They're custom built. But at any given time, they need to know, okay, how many orders do we have open? So how many people... Obviously, if they're being built, they know how many they're building. But how many orders, how many orders haven't even been started yet? And also, are there any that we're not even aware of? And this happens when you're placing a lot... When you have a lot of orders coming through your store, it's easy for orders to fall off the radar. And I want you to know about each and every open order. And there's graphs on there to say, okay, here are the different statuses. You need to know about proactively orders that have problems. We can talk about that later because that goes back to the customer service side. And then also, you should really know as an e-commerce marketer, what's the average time from order date to delivery? So if we're going to... And on the customer service side, if Gen writes in and says, Hey, I want to buy this mattress. How long does it take to get here? Well, you need to know how, mu- how long is it really taking to get here? Yeah, we think UPS is going to take about 4 days and it takes 2 days to process an order. So we're just going to tell customers 6 days. Well, is that really what it is? And this holds your team accountable as well. Are we shipping orders as fast as we think we're shipping them? Is UPS actually delivering these as fast as we think they're delivering them? That type of stuff. Okay. Is this dashboard more in Shopify or it's more with with like the third-party logistics that handles this? The dashboard runs inside of TrackBoost. So inside of the TrackBoost user interface, there's a dashboard in there that shows a couple different graphs, how many open orders you have, how many orders you have, we'll say, out for delivery that have problems. If there are problems, what are the reasons why they're having problems? Some customer service related stuff as far as ratings. So store ratings on the actual tracking page that the customer sees, they give you a star rating 1 through 5. That also helps, obviously. We all know a lot about reviews and ratings. It's a nice barometer of, okay, where do we stand as a store, especially from a shipping perspective? Because that's when they're, see- they're seeing it on the shipment tracking page. If we're getting low scores there, we're likely not meeting the bar that they're setting for us. Okay. And the main benefit internally then is the operations and then the support team as well gets some benefit as well because they're not answering back and forth questions about their order so much because it's actually going directly to the customer and driving the customer to this page that helps them track the shipment. Exactly. So this is a funny thing, Gen, that 
it's changed my thought process a little bit. Like I'm a, I'm an operations guy, an entrepreneur. We think about time savings a lot. So immediately my mind goes to, oh, you can save tons of time. Like we can cut the number of support tickets by two thirds. And there's been several case studies on this. It's pretty interesting. You can cut your support tickets considerably, like in half kind of numbers. And oh, well, that's a huge time savings. That's a, a lot less customer service time. If you have several customer service team members, well, they can help out elsewhere in the org. I immediately went to that. I'm like, oh, this is great. However, I took a step back recently and like, well, if I think about this from a consumer perspective, so if I'm on, when I was on the other end, which I still am, I still buy online all the time. When I'm on the other end, people don't want to write in to support. (laughs) People aren't like, oh, I love writing support email, like into support. I want to complain or I want to ask about my order. It's less about complaining. It's more about asking questions about where your order is at. That's not a good feeling. We're forcing them to do that. If we just give them the info that they want, then they make them happy. And happy customers come back. It's one big circle of e-commerce. Make the customer happy. They're going to have a good experience. And they're going to recommend their friends. And they're going to come back to your store in the end. But yeah, when it relates to support, that's pretty much how it ties back in. There's there's also a support form right on our order tracking page, which most e-commerce stores that I've found don't have that, Shopify being one of them, like the default page. If you use Zendesk or you use Gorgeous, which is Gorgeous is another support app that's out there specifically for e-commerce companies, we integrate directly with them. So if Jeremy or again comes to the, the shop and says, Hey, where's my order at? I'm having a problem. Like If they're having a problem, encourage them to write in. Don't discourage that. Don't make it difficult. So we said, All right, let's put the f- support form right in front of them. And then if you submit your question, we automatically create a ticket in Zendesk or Gorgeous. And it has the order information included in it as far as, all right, what was Gen actually seeing when he wrote this? Now, what about email outreach? I think some people are probably considering overstepping their bounds in terms of communication and trying to be strategic about how many times they're contacting the customer. Because then once it does arrive, then there's kind of like the unboxing or the onboarding experience to help educate or reinforce the purchase decision. How often are people getting some of these notifications about the shipment? So I will... I'll say avoid your question. (laughs) I don't have a direct answer for your question. So I'm going to ask it back to you. So give it some thought now while I'm answering here. My answer there is I don't know yet. We haven't built... What we're going to end up doing is just integrating with Clavio and... MailChimp, some of the other tools out there that folks use versus trying to reinvent the wheel. We'll just integrate with the tools that are already out there. I am not an email expert. So I would love to hear your input. I do agree. Like I'll say that you don't want to... You need to be cautious and you don't want to flood them with emails. Like Don't email them every day saying, Hey, your shipment's on the way. I have seen from my experience so far, your order has been shipped is the first one. Your shipment is out for delivery potentially a follow-up once it's been delivered to say, here's some tips. That one's, I think, really the debatable one. And then if there's a problem. So the one that there's a problem, that's the one that most folks miss. And you want to be proactive if there's a problem because it's not a good experience. Like There's a lot of anticipation and excitement from a customer perspective of, yeah, my order's out for delivery. I can't wait. Oh, darn. 
it didn't show up today. Excuse me, I would probably be using different terms if it didn't show up. Or if I get a proactive email that just says, hey, something's wrong, it was damaged, whatever that issue may be, then it's more of, oh, darn, let me write into customer support. Oh, wait, Gen's store is already aware of it. They've emailed me and they're looking into it. It's a much better experience. I want to hear your, your view on that. I'm not an email expert either. I'm just on the receiving end. And yeah, I get enough emails as it is. Probably fewer is better. And I think at least if it's me and I'm receiving something... Actually, one thing I did get recently is a standing desk. And I got the base first and then the top didn't come. And then so I actually did end up sending in an email. And you're right. It wasn't like something I wanted to do. It wasn't that hard though. But I looked at the brand Autonomous and in my inbox and found it and then just replied. It wasn't that difficult, but I don't think it necessarily would have mattered if I got an additional email or two because I would have just replied to the last email in my thread. But yeah, knowing that the second one was on its way and it was delayed, that definitely would have helped. In the end, I'm, I'm a happy customer because the product is good, but I can see where you're coming from of like just having more touch points and kind of like having a more branded experience. So what you're sharing is helpful for how people might want to think about it. But what I'm curious about now is also, you're saying that you can increase repeat purchases or lifetime value by recommending relevant products. And I think that's a, a really good point and maybe a missed opportunity. What are some of the other things that brands could do right now, even without track boost to create a better experience that ultimately ties back to some of the most important metrics, lifetime value, repeat purchases, average order value. I think you stated one yourself. Before we say that though, I want to say I use an autonomous stand-up desk as well. It's incredible. Yeah. Zero affiliation with that company. Anybody there except for support emails. And they also stand by their products. So a couple years ago, our office got hit by lightning and my desk just completely stopped working. It was connected to a surge protector. like It had it all set up the right way. And they took care of it. Yeah, they sent me out a new motor and like popped the leg right on there. It's just another leg, right? And sure enough, started working. They didn't charge me anything. I was really, really impressed with the company. I can't recommend them enough. Actually, I just bought a chair from them a few weeks ago. Nice. Anyway, you brought up an interesting situation that I had recently happened to me too, which is an order was shipped in multiple shipments. And they didn't notify me that both that there were two different shipments. And everything came. It was a hitch for my truck. And I went to put it on there. I was missing one of the boxes. And it was just coming the next day. But I wouldn't have started putting it together. I would have waited a day. And something that you can do now is just make sure that your shipment emails, so your order shipment emails, make sure that they notify a customer if everything is not included in that shipment, like make sure you include the contents of what's actually shipping with that tracking number. If possible, and I don't know if you can do this in Shopify by default, you can do it in our tool. If possible, you should definitely like let the customer know, highlight it, this order will come in multiple shipments. That's one that comes to mind right away. As far as other things you can do without a tool, I would definitely say, and you brought this up, make sure your emails are branded. If you're a smaller store and you just use Shopify's email tool, just make sure your logo is in there and make sure it matches the fonts that are on your site and the coloring. 
juice up the copy that's in that email a little bit. It doesn't have to just say, hey, again, your order has shipped. Here's the tracking number. Like spice it up a little bit. If your brand is a very serious brand because of your clientele, make it very serious. If you're fun and comical, make it fun and comical. So there's, there are these little things that you can do. And it seems stupid, obvious, but a lot, a lot of people just leave the defaults in Shopify or BigCommerce or Magento, whatever tool you use. They just leave the defaults in there. And it's just disappointing. It's not the best experience as, as a customer. It's like, oh, okay. People read. They open, I should say. I don't know if they're reading word for word, but they are opening those shipment emails. They don't open that many marketing emails all the time, but the shipment emails, people are excited when their order ships. Like there's a reason why Amazon sends emails to customers to let them know that it shipped or that your order's out for delivery that day, or if there's a problem with your, with your order, because these emails make money. Yeah. Are there numbers behind that? Have you found any studies or statistics? To be honest with you, no. I'm sure there are that out there, Jen. But at this point in the app, I don't have the numbers yet. Or I haven't researched any other companies out there that may have done research on it. All right. Any other parting thoughts on things that merchants should be aware of, maybe that you've come across or the problem that you're addressing with TrackBoost that would be helpful regardless of whether they're using a third-party app or not? Sure. The last one, I've touched on this in multiple different places now. You need communication. You need proactive communication when a problem occurs. Like, Don't make the customer write into you if something got damaged along the way. And that happens. It happens to everybody. If you're in e-commerce long enough, you are going to have shipments that don't get delivered for whatever reason. Stay on top of those. Stay on top of the orders that you have. If there is a problem, email the customer and say, Hey, I reached out to UPS. We're getting this sent back to us. In the meantime, I'm not going to make you wait until it gets sent back to us. I'm sending out another replacement for you right now. Proactive customer service is worth 10x what reactive customer service is, is like. Even if you are doing good customer service from a reactive perspective, it's just not the same. Like when somebody says, Oh, I'm so sorry that you had a bad experience again. Like, let me take care of it for you. Like, I'll give you 20% off or whatever it is. Like, don't make the customer ask for something. Just give it to them. And, and that's where it comes into it. It's once again, it seems obvious, but there's just so many stores that, that get it wrong, so many brands that get it wrong. And so that's one that stands out. Stand top of the shipments that you have and watch out for the problems. They're going to occur. As soon as they occur, email the customer, let them know. Email them or call them, whatever type of, of support you offer. Yeah. So for Gorgeous or Zendesk, is it possible that they, it's like a tagging system or you'd flag them for complaints? I don't really know how the, the support system generally works, but how would you identify you know, if you're getting volume inbound support tickets, which ones should be proactively addressed? Sure. So we actually don't create Gorgeous or Zendesk tickets if there is a problem so that you can reach out personally. We flag it inside of our UI, but we don't create a ticket. That is a really good idea. And I like that a lot. So you can actually... Okay, you can write a personal message again to say, Hey, I noticed that there was a problem or somebody can actually look into it. That would be even better. We do have email notifications that will go out to say, Hey, again, whoever the customer is, Hey, customer, there was a problem with your order. Here's what it is. There was a problem with your delivery. 
a lot of times UPS is just going to deliver again the next day. So nothing needs to happen. But sometimes there's, there is a real problem where it's undeliverable. But yeah, I, I really like that idea. Yeah, well, we know the Postal Service is under a lot of pressure right now, right before the election, coronavirus, and the holidays coming up soon. So let's hope not, but there might be a lot more notifications coming soon with fewer mailboxes and maybe fewer resources. So interesting time. Yeah, hopefully not, but it, it is definitely an interesting time. Yeah, well, congrats on the launch or the soon-to-be launch. Where can we find out more about it? Trackboost.com. If you have any questions, just write to me, jeremy at trackboost.com. Or if you just want to chat, I'm happy to answer any questions about it. All right. Excellent. Jeremy, thanks so much for sharing the information and really exciting. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ken. Thanks for everybody for listening and I'll, I'll talk to you soon.